welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. episode of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk about starting with author websites. Do you need a website? What needs to be on it? And when should you do something about getting a website? Then, what is actually the function of your website? Many people who don't know much about websites think that an author website is a place where you display a photo, a bio, and pictures of all your books with bylinks. There is nothing to it. It's a simple site, It may look a bit self-important, to be honest, and dead boring. And if all you knew about websites was that they kind of looked like an ad, you would be right. They would say, why do I need to do this? Who is ever going to search for my name on Google anyway? It's much easier to find my books on the retailers. I can't see why I need to pay for a website as well. And there are indeed authors who think this and some of them even do very well. But if you know me, you would also know that I tell people with a disturbing regularity that if you look for exceptions, you will always find an excuse not to do something. To those, I have a question. Do you look for exceptions to the rule because you believe it gives you the best opportunity? Or do you look for them because the idea of setting up a website intimidates you and you take any excuse not to do it? Yeah, I thought so. So let's quit looking for excuses not to have a website and turn it around. Why should you have a website? First of all, because it's your place on the internet that no one is going to take away, especially if you own your own domain. You can change providers, you can host your domain elsewhere, you can completely redesign your website. But if people find you by searching online, they will go to a place that you own and control. Sadly, a lot of people don't realize just how important this is. Of course, your website needs to have some content. Most likely, this will be something about yourself or your writing and a list of all your books, preferably with one page for each separate book, listing all the different places where people can buy them. But for smart authors, because of the many things that you can do with your website, this is just window dressing. Displaying a bio and your books are not the most important things you can do with your website. More about this later. Those pages are there just so people can find you, and that if someone types in the title of your book or your name, they will be directed to your website. That in itself is not going to deliver huge volumes of traffic, but you will be surprised that it does deliver some, day after day, without any involvement from you at all. Exactly the right kind of happy writer activity. Without out of the way, let's consider a few things. The first is about domains. If by chance the domain for your author name is available, grab it immediately, before too many people have searched for it, and some domain squatter has grabbed it and charges thousands of dollars for it. Really, do that now. Domains are cheap. 
less than $20 per year to register. If by chance you have a really common name or one that is difficult to spell, you might poke around at one of the domain registrars, like Google Domains or Namecheap, and grab the domain of a pen name that is still available. This is really important since the domain is the strongest factor in returning search results in the search engines. If you own the domain in your author name, you will be infinitely better placed in the search results. So this is a decision you need to take fairly early on in your career, especially if you need to change your pen name according to the domains available for a reasonable price. Of course, you can change your author name at any point, but if you need to pay for someone to fix your covers, it can become an expensive exercise and might confuse some readers. Why should you use your name as your domain? And could you perhaps use a series title or the title of your book? You could, but I very much doubt you want to be restricted to being known only for one book. A book title or series title may not always be the easiest to remember or spell. You want to be easily found, and your name is the common factor that connects all your books. You also want to avoid having too much fragmentation, like having a website for each series. It's a lot of work, and it splits your audiences. Even if you do write in entirely different genres, I would hesitate to tell someone to split your catalogue like this. Okay, I got the domain, now what about the website? Do I need to spend big on website design? I don't want to do all that work. I can just set up a free site on wordpress.com and be done with it. Of course, you do not need a fully-fledged, professionally designed website right from the start. It's okay to grab a free one when you're just starting. And make sure that you learn about what you want and what is necessary or possible on the go. However, if you think you can make do with a free website forever, you're very soon going to be disappointed. I mentioned earlier there are things you can do with your website that go beyond simply displaying your books and author bio. Your website can be an engine that runs behind the scenes, that redirects people, that allows people to buy directly from you, that allows you to limit content to certain people, that allows people to sign up for your mailing list, that allows you to display your book on a page free from any ads for books from other authors. Free websites won't allow you to do any of those things. For example, one of the things that your website should have is a way to sign up for your newsletter. Ideally, you would like to place an embedded form on the website where people can sign up and their email address goes automatically to your list. You need integration between the website provider and the email list company for this to happen. Surprise, surprise! The free sites do not integrate with any of the mailing list providers, which means you can't find a way to embed the form. This is because the free sites have included a section in their terms and conditions, you know, the very long page of small text that no one reads, that you cannot host commercial projects on their platform, and they've taken steps to stop anything remotely commercial from happening. When you're an author and you want people to sign up or sell books, that's a commercial activity. This means that you also can't use a lot of very useful plugins, 
because free sites don't have plugins at all. I'm thinking about plugins to create evergreen links to put in your books, plugins that allow you to have a shop front on your website, and payment methods and plugins that integrate with your mailing list provider. These sorts of things are the bread and butter of your website, the workhorse behind the facade that everyone sees. But why should I have a sign-up page on my website when my mailing list provider already gives me one that looks very pretty and professionally designed? Yes, and the temptation to just use the mailing list company's option might be great, but make sure that at the very least, the link that you put in the back of your book for people to sign up is the link that you can change. There are places like Smart URL where you can sign up to do this for free, but it's quite cumbersome. I really like the plugin on WordPress called Pretty Links, which you host on your own website. Your link will be something like your domain slash and then a customizable link. And when you change where you want this link to point, you only need to change it on your website. So for example, you have a free book one and you have a promotion with BookBub. You give away 40,000 books. People take a long time to get around to reading free books. So a year later, you're still getting traffic from this promotion. But now you decide to change mailing list provider. All of a sudden, all the links in all those 40,000 books that are already in the hands of readers become invalid. If you had used a redirect link, you could have just changed where the links point to your website. But because you didn't have a website that allowed you to host plugins, you couldn't do this. That's a lot of traffic wasted. When you've been published for a number of years, it's pretty much unavoidable that people will end up clicking on dead links. But you really want to avoid contributing to that while you can. But if you're just starting out and you have no money, or you're just having a look-see if this author gig is something you like, please don't go all out and pay for an expensive website. But when you want to be more serious about it, you should have a self-hosted website, even if only because you can self-host redirect links that allow you to keep links in your books evergreen without changing the book each time. What should be on your website? The most important thing you're going to have to put on your website is a way for people to sign up to your mailing list. You can make this an important feature in the header of the site, or you can use a pop-up. The problem with pop-ups is not so much that people hate them. People do hate them, but they will just click them away, no matter how much they complain. Pop-ups work very well for getting people to sign up, but the main problem with them is that they're also quite likely to malfunction. After an upgrade of some operating system or some feature on your website, all of a sudden the close button doesn't work anymore, or the pop-up becomes too big on a mobile screen, or won't go away or reappear immediately. It might appear where you don't want it to. If you want less hassle, use the sign-up form in the header of your website. If you want more people to sign up, use a pop-up but keep a very close eye on it. I have already talked about the book pages that should be on your website. 
This is also where you can put your links to all the different places where people can buy your books. You can give them a sample. You can send them to BookFunnel, where in order to get a sample, they have to leave their email address. This means that a couple of days later, you can email them and ask them if they like the sample. You can include a simple buy button, downloadable from PayPal, on this page. You can then integrate this with BookFunnel so that when they paid, they get sent an email with the download links for the file. You can include an audio sample. There are several audio players available. If you're looking for one that's simple, I really like the audio widget from Apple. Remember that even if your book is exclusive to Audible, don't forget that it is also available on Apple. You can talk about the background of your book and your reasons for writing it. You can ask people questions or include pictures of localities that you used in the book or of characters. I include a character sheet for a long series. I have background information. Basically, the sky is the limit. Because you will use this page to the book in the links in your back matter, people will visit it. The main point is that your website is a place you control. It's a place where you can put whatever you want without restrictions. You only need to have one very mild run-in with a retailer to realize just how important this is. Another way to use your website is to keep your efforts evergreen. Done an interview? Had someone post a nice review? Been featured on a podcast? Make a brag post on your website and link all those items there. Social media operates on a 24-hour cycle and everything you post today has vanished tomorrow, but on your website these things stay current and searchable forever. When you have a dedicated group of readers, you can make pages only they can access. You can even install forum software to talk to your fans. Your website is also an archive of all your book-related material, your maps, your character interviews, photos from cons, and anything else that might interest fans. Should you pay for someone to do your website? If you want, but with the current crop of drag-and-drop designers, it's not that hard to knock something out. I'd advocate that you do this before engaging someone else, because it helps a lot to know a bit about what is possible. What do you need? Apart from the domain, you will need to find a hosting company. Whichever one gives you the best deal or has the best name varies quite a bit. So I'm going to suggest that you ask other authors when you're ready to take this step. If you've been really smart and started a free WordPress site on yourdomain.wordpress.com, then you can just drop the WordPress bit and port the site over to a self-hosted option. Any of the free WordPress theme options also exist on the self-hosted site. WordPress even has a hosting option that allows you to simply swap out your hosting option with minimal pain. You'll be surprised at the amount of extra options. A few things you should do straight off the bat. Make sure that your hosting plan includes a secure certificate. You don't just need this if you're planning to allow people to register or want to sell online. Having a secure website will affect search results. Secondly, 
make sure that your website is mobile-friendly. Other than the fact that a lot of people use mobile phones to access the internet, having a mobile-optimized website also affects search results. Most out-of-the-box website tools include mobile friendliness, but just check it before you build the site. Many hosting companies include a free security certificate with their hosting plans. Make sure you sign up with one that does or buy the certificate separately. Another thing you should do is set up an email address that reads your email at yourdomain.com. Replace your email and your domain with relevant names, of course. You can reroute emails received at this address to Gmail, but don't use your Gmail address or any other free email provider to send newsletters. Next, go to your mailing list provider and follow the steps to authenticate your domain. This makes your emails less likely to get caught in spam filters. Now you're ready to take your website into the world. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen.com. 